0: Hello everyone. This is Mark again with the Speak Brave podcast. Hello friends and uh, hello John. Hello Mark. I, did I scare you? Did I no, Did I just s- startle you just you now? You didn't
1: scare me, but oh. let me d- l- let me say something for sure. the benefit of the listeners before we get started. As you know, I get to serve as your engineer in this recording you process. You are a, my trust.
0: So engineer. I'm
1: standing yes. here and I'm watching the dials, yes, correct? Yes. And these dials look like a heart monitor, oh, only it's a voice monitor. Yes. And th- when you said that good morning,
0: that that.
1: Monitor went...
0: <laughs> well, I certainly don't want to offend any of listeners oh no, you because offend anybody. this is a community and I love being part mm-hmm. of this community. Thank you for helping me serve and just entertain you and myself and John and let us explore because mm-hmm. this is the podcast that we are serious, but most of the time we're not serious, but we talk about serious topics. Yeah. We, talks about, we talk about, what do we talk about? We talk about fear, mm-hmm. we talk about courage, we talk about what? What else do we talk about? Talk uh, about creativity, we talk about friendship, we talk about ingenuity, we talk about apologies, stop. healing, heartbrokenness, and good stuff. And also He asked
1: me to give him word and everything, he's saying everything I was gonna say. I'm sorry,
0: John. This is you know what that's do, the
1: second time you've apologized.
0: Is that do you think that because I talk maybe sometimes too in such an exciting manner? That I uh, drown out your your thoughts, or not or really, your, not really. But maybe it just shows that you and I are on the same way, same wavelength. That's right. But we're also friends, aren't we, John?
1: Well, that's what friends do. That's friends right. friends understand one another so intimately. I can use the term intimate here yes. because you're like a brother to me. Yes, the the friends understand each other so intimately that that they have a sense. I can I can look at an expression on your face or look at a certain motion in your body and I can tell Mark is going somewhere with this or or Mark is is struggling at a spot or Mark's getting ready to really hit a high point. That's the that's the dynamicism. Dynamicism is that a new that's word? That's a word just I created up. just oh, now. That that dynamicism oh. of synergy that synergy. that makes this it. collaboration. So much fun! This is your podcast, but I get to have the honor of participating in the podcast with you. So I get a double pleasure. I participate, plus I get to listen to you and enjoy you and watch you. It's do a double delight.
0: It's a double delight. Hello, friends. This is thank you for that beautiful intro, John, and I um, value our friendship. How ironic that. This podcast is about friendship. Yes, it we, is. We have recorded one about friend, the art of friendship. Mm-hmm. And I think it was beautifully. I mean, it was beautifully performed by you, and uh, I also have contributed as well. But today, I'd like to talk more about friendship, mm-hmm. what we can do as people, yeah. what we can do. Because I think a lot of a success in life hinges upon or based upon or fully supported by what? By relationships. Relationships. And relationships are built true, meaningful, deep relationships are built from foundational friendship. Yes. Don't you agree, John? You have to lay the right foundation so that friendship can withstand the test of the weight of life. Exactly. And today, there's a few things I want to cover. Number one is how to make friends. How to make friends quicker than you have made before. Yes. How to talk to people you don't know. like For mm-hmm. example how to talk to strangers. Yes. Yeah, like somebody on the street or that, on the bus. That or extemporaneous moment where exactly. you greet somebody. Because I've seen that a lot of people who are mature and confident and secure in who they are, but also kind of reserved and mm-hmm. not open connecting with others. But I think, John, if you open and you open yourself to connection and communication, conversation with somebody you just met, mm-hmm. your life becomes rich beyond any measure. And I think those people also appreciate you taking the risk and it gets back to that courageous communication and you know speaking Speak brave. brave because this is the podcast about speaking brave mm-hmm. because fear will always be present no matter what, no matter exactly what you right. do right it's it's like the way that i see fear john is you wake up in the morning and you have a fresh batch of fear smelling all there for you in the oven that you have to deal with. And that's what it is. It's it's, it's not like you you fought and you won and you have the battle with fear yesterday. Guess what? This morning, you start all over again. Congratulations. Welcome to life. Welcome to the life. Welcome to life, the life and everything else. So, yes, I want to talk about friendships, how to make new friends, how to talk to strangers, and also nurture, nourish the friendships you already have. So you wanna get started? I wanna get started, I'm ready. Let's get started right away. So John, let's start with the uh, basic one. Do you talk to strangers? I do. Okay, what do you talk about? Well, first, the goal that I
1: set for myself is that I try when I go out in the public, whether I'm with my wife or by myself, Mm -hmm. as I'm going about the business of shopping or doing something or being in a business or taking whatever, wherever I get put into a situation where I'm in contact with other people in the passage of time, I've learned to try to look at those people and see if there's an opportunity for me to greet them. See, if you seek to give a smile or seek to give a greeting or say hi or wish them a good day, or you're standing in line at the grocery store at Walmart or at some place and you're holding your item and you're just standing there and here's all these people with their buggies and stuff and some with children and some with a spouse and a significant other. Some of them with one item wondering why they have to stand in line with somebody that's got 40 in their basket. That's right. In front of them. It's just all kinds of situations. <laughs> so it's a drama
0: in it, a grocery store. Oh, basically, and, drama and, of our lives.
1: And the opportunity sometimes just to engage an individual with nothing more than a smile, a hi, how you doing today? Or something to the effect as you... Watch them raise their eyebrow, kind of reading their minds and saying, Oh, yeah, oh, I, yeah know what you're, I know what you're talking about, and I may be taking a risk, but I'm kind of feeling what you're feeling based upon the look on your face. Now, they may look at you and not say a thing. They may even think you're crazy to talk to me. Who do you think you are? But, you know, I've found out that in the largest percentage of the occasions... If you just say a kind word or indicate that you have a degree of understanding and sympathy with how openness. they feel and an openness, openness to it, yeah, that they're ready to talk and exactly. you never know what kind of
0: conversations you have you're going no to idea. And that's, I think, if you are genuinely, didn't Dale Carnegie said that you can make more friends in two months by being genuinely interested in them mm-hmm. than in two years but making them interested in you? If you really make a genuine interest in somebody else, and I think… John, I always talk about muscles. When I when I talk about muscles, I talk about mental muscles. I talk about willpower, courage muscles, don't listening as muscle. And I think ability to start a conversation with the people you don't know, with strangers, is an act of being brave. Mm-hmm. It's an act of being courageous. Because you don't know where the conversation goes. It may fall flat on your face. But if you assume as if you are confident that your comments... And your openness matters. I think it gives you an extra step, and an extra crisp in your step, and you can connect well. Now, what about if you have said something to someone you just met and they don't respond well? What do you do then? Move on. <laughs> of course you move on. But how do you feel? Do you feel that uh, there's something wrong with you, you know, or something with them? Or being wrong is just being wrong. It's not even a right I used word to. to
1: use. I used to. I used to think of it personally, but I don't anymore because I have come to that point in my life where it's not a question of, you know, I know I'm better. <laughs> it's not that at all. Okay. It's, it's that, okay... That evidently, that's that's an individual that's really just not in the mood to be engaged.
0: No,
1: no. So move on because that's move an on. issue they're going to have to deal with. That's but right. They, I don't allow them to
0: influence how I go forward. So it's something that you have been able to temper, acute like emotional it's temperature. Time, yeah. Okay. So it's a skill. It's, it's a been sk- developed. It, it's you a said sk- it's like a muscle. You it exercise. is a muscle. Everything is a muscle, especially a mental brain. It's mm-hmm, a muscle, mm-hmm. and it's important to nurture and nourish and build those muscles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you engage people openly, openly with genuine interest, right? And if they don't respond well, you move on. And I get nine out of ten responses from people. I know, normally. I know. This is this is the magic. A lot of people look at me and think, Mark, how can you connect so well with people? How can you just be so cheerful and open? And I tell you, the secret is just do it. Yeah, get over yourself. Find the courage and just say hello. The more you do it, the better your emotional temperature will be, your nuances. You'll be able to see body language quicker. You'll be able to see whether you can approach people or not. Oh, you know what? If everything else fails, comment on women's shoes. They always love that.
1: <laughs> I'm not a shoes man. And usually if a guy is looking down at someone's shoes, the woman is saying, hey, eyes up here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I think, but it's you don't do it in a, in, in a way that is uncomfortable. I know you've just you you, you always do it with tact and with you respect. create a story. You do you, you create, create a story and that it? atmosphere flows
0: from your yes, story. It, but it's it, your agenda is not to have an agenda exactly. Your you agenda is bec- just. Live life. Be, that's right. Be open. Because your agenda is not to, you know, marry this person or, or enter into business agreement with you them. You just want to engage you just, a friend. You just want to say hello. Yeah. You just want to say hello. And if you have that mindset by being genuinely interested in the other person and just saying hello, you don't even know where the conversation is going to go. You have no idea. Maybe it will lead in a friendship. Maybe it will lead and end right there. But you have the openness. And the more you open with it, the more you do it, you become a master. Wouldn't you agree, I agree completely. Have you ever encountered a situation? This happened to me recently, yes,
1: with one of my family members, one of my nieces, my niece is in a somewhat significant serious relationship with a young man, and she cares deeply about this young man, but we got together with a young man, uh, family members did. I remember it was my wife and I, her brother and sister. Our son was there because my son and this niece, this cousin of his, they're extraordinarily close to each other because of their lives together growing up, and she has this guy, and he's a nice-looking guy, and he seems genuinely nice, but he's extraordinarily quiet. It seems as if in a social situation, he's almost awkward, if not even a little handicapped. When you address him or talk to him, it seems as if he doesn't know how to respond to a person who wants to engage him and just have a friendly conversation. And it's a little sad because what he'll do is he's resisting wanting to even engage you because I think he's uncomfortable, and not sure of himself and what he winds up doing is while all of the family is talking he's over there on his cell phone and he's just looking at messages or playing a game or doing something he
0: disconnects Disconnects. from the group okay this this is excellent example john when this type of encounter comes in our lives i believe it's important to honor the other person's wishes not to push not to pull, Good point. and just let them be. Because you honor their personality. You honor their disposition, their mental processes. I think the best, one of the things that I have seen that worked for me really well in the past, if I see someone who is in that state of mind, maybe it's temporary, maybe it's permanent, and some kind of transition period, all I can do is just approach them, have a smile, and say hello, and then just stand back. Stand back and just let them come and let them develop and Mm -hmm. let them unravel the gifts that are within them. Because I believe anyone can be engaged. And engaged not for the purpose of getting something from them or have some kind of collaboration or have a business partnership. No, anyone can be engaged on a human level. Everything starts small. You start small and you build. And you remain open in any conversation, in any encounter. So if you encounter somebody like that, Just smile, say say hello, and just be there. And let them make the next move if you want to. Just be present for them because your attention is the biggest gift you can give someone. Maybe that's all they need, but you don't know anything about them. So just say hello, smile, and just be there for them. I think that's one of the ways that you can maintain your integrity and your conversation skills in that situation. What do you think, Jeff? I agree. I also think,
1: too, from what you had said just a few moments ago about what Dell Carnegie said, that in the engagement of an individual, make it clear to them that you're there to learn about them, that you're there and you're interested in knowing more about them. Maybe the opportunity will open up for you to ask them a question, even if they're, like for example, they're looking at the phone and you see they're yeah. playing a game, why not just ask them, hey, what game is that? How does What's that game? work? Yes. Explain it to me. You,
0: you can. There's so many ways. Once. I think as a person, you develop your own tools. John, you have your tools. Mark, I have my tools and all our friends have their own tools. You can start with that. You can start with the game. You can start, you can comment on their glasses. You can comment on their shoes. You can comment on their back. I think one of the other things that really worked for me is when I meet someone for the first time and it's some name that I haven't heard before or even it's a regular name, you know, maybe a woman's name or a man's name. And I say, well, oh, that's an unusual name. Can you? I like, or I just say it's a beautiful name. Yeah, I say, I do that. Than? And I think when you encounter into the person's identity, and you start with open, genuine interest in their name, mm-hmm. and you just stand back and let them talk, that's a start. Just say, "Oh, I really like your name." Can you tell me more about and it? And there's Do probably you, a great story behind it. Is there it? a story behind it? Yeah. Okay, if it doesn't go anywhere, then stand. Then okay, then retrieve and and then just say hello and just kind of go with have something a good else. Day. Have a good day and just stand back yep. and then reapproach mm-hmm. when it's time opportunity. Yeah. But don't push. Never push because you don't know the mental disposition of the person that mm-hmm. you're encountering. But I think if you focus on the name, just make a compliment. Oh, that's a beautiful name. Compliments that are always good. That works almost 99.9% of the time. There is a phrase you can that I've
1: used before that says, in life we give flowers to the dead or we give flowers to someone we love on a special occasion, but we need to give flowers to the living. And by giving flowers to the living, that's something in terms of not just the physical plant, but flowers can be kind words, greetings, smiles, random acts of kindness, and
0: all sorts of things. Every time you smile at someone, it's an act of love. Mm-hmm. It's, it is. And I agree I with read that. that. Now, okay, so let's say you have established Kant. Contact, first contact, just like in a movie. Yeah, good seen movie, movie, by the way. It was a good movie, yes. Uh, I think there was two, right? First contact, Star Trek, and first contact mm. about uh, extraterrestrials. Exactly. It the is one, both was with both
1: one was with Charlie Sheehan, yes. and the other one, of course, was the Star Trek first contact. That it was, was when the Vulcans made contact with Earth. But I'm not going to go into that, or we'll be talking news, and we'll have ourselves a brand new movie review. The best of the best of the oldest.
0: Okay, let's get We, we will time. get to that. <laughs> we will get to that later on. But I want to talk about, after you made the first contact content then what what can you do what are the tools that are available to us that we can create safe open comfortable environment for us to exchange information for us to get to know each other one of the ways that i have studied it actually comes from milton erickson are you familiar with his work john i'm not sure Okay. Milton Erickson has been referenced heavily by Tony Robbins. And you know, yeah, I love, love Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. I mean, yeah. he's, 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 he's he is my hero. Oh, yeah. One and of the best. He is the best. Be, the reason he's the best, because he learns. He studies. He has a deep sensitivity to help people move forward and to the next level. And he's, he's amazing. Well, amazing. he's authentic. Authentic and skillful at the same time. And driven. And just, he's a good man, I think. Um, Well, he is, of course. Now, Tony Robbins, he talked about the technique called match and mirroring. Match and mirror. And that comes from Milton Erickson. Now, have you heard about match and mirror technique?
1: I've heard of mirroring technique, but the match technique doesn't come. So this combination is new to me.
0: Okay. Now, before you do anything or before you even go on further with this uh, knowledge is, number one, this is a decision I have made for myself, John. And mm-hmm. you made your own decision and other listeners make their own. Is that whatever techniques and tools you use to connect and, and get comfortable and get interested with in others is be open. Come from a place, what can I give? How can I serve? How can we collaborate and create? Mm-hmm. How can we connect? And then everything else will fall within the personality that you have. Yeah. Now, the match in mirror technique is every time you talk to someone... Let's say and you look at them and you you see they cross their arms yes you cross their arms you see they scratch their ear you scratch your ear you see they lean forward you lean forward you see they lean back you lean back if they cross their uh, legs you cross their legs now if they pick their nose would you pick your nose
1: I might scratch it
0: yes you pick your nose of course you make, you 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 match and mirror <laughs> you want to be okay Okay. Now, the key here is not to overdo it. Because oh, yeah. when you overdo it, what happens?
1: Well, then they think
0: you're mocking them. It's, you're it's, mocking it, them. You're aping them. Th- well, yes. That's I mean, that's not what we want. No, you want to create a comfortable... You want to make them more comfortable. You want to, you want to think about two things. Number one, you want to have the conversation breathe. And when you mm-hmm. allow like the conversation time. to breathe, you take a step back. Mm-hmm. Not away from the microphone, let but take a step back. Yes, let the conversation... Mm-hmm. Brew and marinate and grow and bake and boil. Like a and great cup of coffee. Yes, and also soup. Now, <laughs> you let the conversation breathe. Second thing is you work about very subtle. S-U-B-T-L. Is that mm-hmm. how you spell subtle? Because, you know, sometimes I have English language. S-U-B-T-L-E. Of course. Subtlety is key. Just like in love, in friendship and in connection, subtlety works best. Yes. How do you like that? That's a quarter ball right there. You can write uh, that absolutely and okay. because you don't want to over exaggerate. You don't want to exaggerate, and you want to truly connect, and you don't want to manipulate, but rather you want to connect. So if you see, and in fact, we actually do match and mirror technique unconsciously with people we already like. And if you find yourself, if you videotape yourself talking to a friend or maybe to a potential love interest or long-term love interest, you see that your movements are in sync with each other. Malcolm Gladwell talked about that because he said
1: that, that was a synchrony. He he said there was a, a scientist who was able to do footage of conversation between two individuals talking to each other. No specific combo there. It could be friends, could be a husband, and wife could be even a brother and sister or cousins or something like that. But the thing that was interesting was that this each individual, because of their comfort with one another, if you break down that entire process into fractions of seconds and watch their facial expressions, their... Eye expressions, the way they move their mouth, the way their, their body. body moves, their all hands, things, their legs, everything. Yeah, their legs. You see, ne- as he said, not not I mean, just a symphony,
0: but literally in sync with one another to the point that it's like a dance. It is a dance. It's every conversation we have is a dance. And now, whatever the dance is, maybe it's salsa, maybe it's tango for you, or maybe it's something else. What other dances out out there? Oh. The rumba. The rumba is a good one, okay. The walls. The walls. Isn't there are some exotic dances. Oh the Pasadoble. Pasadoble, yes. Uh, well uh, hopefully we'll Nobody right. be
1: charging at you though, of right course, just unless you like taking red capes in the middle of a field full of
0: bulls. I like all of, that. <laughs> all of that. Now John, I also want to talk about match and mirroring, but I want to expand further. A lot a lot of times we can connect and actually find connection when we work on our tone of voice. Mm-hmm. When for example you encounter somebody who is from New York. How do people Uh, in New York speak? Hi, you guys. I'm here today to talk to you about what goes on in New York. Okay. Yes, maybe. But also... They also speak very fast. Don't they me? do. They speak okay. very but rapidly. But what was that impression you just made? Is that somebody that was from Brooklyn that, or Queen? What is it? I mean, you that's know I that never my background
1: You know my background was radio, so I spent a yes, lot of time listening to voices, and so I have made it my. Quest. Okay, can you
0: do that again? Okay. What is the name of this Hi character? Dear, the idea
1: that this is a New York accent? This accent, not a, well. It's an accident that I'm even saying it. Hi, everybody! Come down to New York. Downtown to the borough and get yourself a sandwich to die for. And while you're there, be sure to bring your dog. Okay. Your dog okay. will love it. Oh my gosh, John! Sorry the, about that. You just asked for it. I gave it to you.
0: This, 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 this was. In, this was worth it for me. That was it was just, intensely intensive, and I'm so sorry that I had to go there right now is, with you. But it's okay. just the way I Okay. Now, what if someone <laughs> meets somebody like that, and they cannot duplicate that? Well, not only what can't do duplicate, do that? but they're intimidated by it. They not. So what? But what can we do? We have to
1: learn to create an environment with our words and our actions Inflection. and our manner inflections
0: and that tends to mirror
1: them. Exactly. You you learn to speak to them and make them comfortable. When is I they, go up to Georgia,
0: that's right, tell, tell which us. is my birthplace. Yes. Well,
1: Tennessee is actually my yes, birthplace, yes, yes. but we lived outside of Chattanooga in the north Georgia. Yes. When you go up there, you'll find that the people speak with a very unusual accent. They sure
0: do. As, well, when when you say unusual, unusual from the people who live in Texas, oh yeah, or the who
1: people live who live, live in Washington, New York state, or Michigan, who live in from California right. and
0: from Arkansas, and also from New England mm-hmm. and from New York and Florida. There 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 are accents that are within the North United States,
1: colloquialisms,
0: and, and Colloquialism. Things. But what do we know? Because we're the masters. I mean, we want to be the masters communicators. We know even if we have an accent, because if you cannot duplicate the accent of the other person what can you do you can still embrace their mannerisms you can talk you can talk in their speed that they're talking mm-hmm. or you can slow down at least you can make a conscious effort because what what will that do that makes will, them more comfortable and makes them more engaging and also builds rapport, well, rapport because rapport is the, the foundation of friendship mm-hmm. Every great friendship and relationship starts with rapport. Show them you like them, they will like
1: you. Exactly. Show we, them you care about what they say, they will. We like people who like us. Not we only have, who like we, us, but, but actually we who sh- like
0: us. But don't we have to show them that we like them? That's right. And, and that, that we care about hearing about that. effort, with conscious effort, mm-hmm. conscious. building rapport through voice inflection, voice tone, and match and mirror technique. Mm-hmm. So we have covered how to talk to strangers. Yes how to compliment on shoes and names and bags and glasses and just general appearance. What a great a you have Do you work for Kentucky Fried Chicken? No sorry about that. Okay. Well, maybe that works for you, but you can still work with that if you must, if you must. Now, okay, then we talked about Tony Robbins and Match and Mirror and Bill mm-hmm. Rapport, which I love. Now, John, have you ever heard about the Gold Rule, or the Golden Rule?
1: Yeah, most okay. of us have, and most okay. people could probably recite it. Okay, what is verbatim, it? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Okay,
0: now have you lived your life, or at least you tried to do that? I have tried to, yes. Okay, how did it work out for you?
1: I would say it works out most of the time, but generally speaking in life, people are going to want to do what they want to do, and they're not always going to do the things that you wish they would do. They're going to treat you the way they feel like treating you. Exactly. So it really becomes a case of... Nice guys always finish last if you no, remember Leo Durocher. No. Well, no, I, years ago that was a Man. phrase that was quite popular. Okay. because. But the truth of the matter is, it's about making the choice to be the best person that you can be and walk the high road regardless
0: of what people do to you. But I still think there's a better way. There's a better way. And I'd like to introduce this to our podcast and to our listeners. We heard about Golden Rule. Yeah. Do unto others how you want them to do unto you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now the Platinum Rule is... Pla- wait a minute. Platinum, platinum, just like your Ooh, credit card. Okay, now I haven't heard that before. Treat others how they want to be treated, not how you want to treat them. How they want to be treated, and I think it goes a little bit beyond the gold rule, the golden rule, because I would agree. It actually, it asks, it challenges you to look deep inside of you, study the other person, oh, learn. Thank you. What they want what That's. they don't want, and adopt, adjust, and give, and serve. Because that is a foundation that will nourish, nurture, build rapport with the other person. And a lot of times that what I have seen in my life, John, and with others is people are not flexible. They're Ooh. very much stuck in their, root, in, in, in their routine. And I believe that is a handicap. It you is can handicap. still live with your life, and you can still achieve, and you can just go and be easygoing and uh, relatable, but that is a handicap. If you really want to connect with others, make an effort, but remember, let the conversation and and the interaction breathe, but treat them how they want to be treated. And that's, I think, is the key. What do you think about that, John? I like that
1: approach, and that approach is more of of a selfless approach. Yes. Because here you're not creating the relationship solely upon what it can do for you but you're creating a relationship based upon a sincere desire to get to know and understand that individual and what their passions and their desires are and what they get pleasure from doing and it can be a lot of fun and very very exciting what you can learn from that and I've discovered this too that when I go at it that way almost invariably we discover commonality in a number of things, things that we actually have in common. Okay. And I think that is another aspect that you could probably include in that platinum effect as being a consequence, a good consequence of taking
0: that attitude towards people. Exactly. it's, it's, It's finding the ways to be unselfish. Because I think the default option default option for anyone on this earth is to think in terms of self-preservation, mm-hmm. in terms of self-interest, if we can develop a tools that can help us to not discard it, but rather temporarily put it aside until it becomes a part of our lives, we can make more friends being genuinely interested in others. Than having them being interested in us. And I'm the guilty one, John. Sometimes I do find myself in conversation that I'm talking too much. I even encounter people who are to- over talkers, who over talking me. And that is also a turnoff as well. But I believe if we find ways not to be selfish, that is the key to the great relationships. So thanks, John. This was amazing. Um, this was my pleasure. This is an amazing episode, and I get to talk to you and listen to the wonderful accents from... I uh, have more. The, of, co- of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. And I'm sure they will come out. The characters will come out. When needed. <laughs> <laughs> you good friend, John. I still haven't learned how to mimic your voice yet. It will come. I will work on it, comrade. That is not how I talk. I know. It is not how I talk. Maybe... in. Well, okay, you know what? This this has been an amazing, <laughs> amazing podcast. And friends, thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. Reach out at Speak Brave or at, at, at Twitter at Speak Brave or Mark Guy. I'm always open and ready to collaborate, listen, and engage. And listen to Mark's podcast on SoundCloud and also in the iTunes store
1: and follow him, subscribe, get involved. This guy is good, and he has a lot of things. And if you haven't heard him, Go back and start at the beginning because it just keeps getting better and better
0: and better. That's what friends are for. We help each other grow and we help make each other better. Thanks, friends. Until next time, this is Speak Brave Podcast and my friend John Morrow. I'll see you next week.